Welcome back everyone. Today I'm going to be shedding light on the three types of modern day slavery. So what are they? You may ask without further ado, without further procrastination, without further delay, allow me to demystify that answer to that inquiry right here, right now. Much to my chagrin, much to my consternation, much to my dismay, much to my agony, much to my distress, much to my grief, under duress, against their own volition, against their own accord, against their own free will, children at a tender age are corralled, they're thrusted into the K-12 insalubrious 13-year compulsory indoctrination camp. Some people refer to it as a 13-year prison, while other people refer to it as a 13-year concentration camp. No one should be sentenced to a 13-year indoctrination camp, nor 13-year prison, nor 13-year concentration camp for being born. is just inhumane. The mandate to attend the K-12 insalubrious 13-year compulsory indoctrination camp should immediately be abolished is inhumane, immoral, unjust, unvindicated, unwarranted, and deplorable, to say the least, is reprehensible, to say the least, is ineffably egregious in every facet. So what are the ramifications appertaining to attending this 13-year insalubrious K-12 indoctrination camp? It's not only an involuntary institution, but it's a toxic, insalubrious, unhealthy environment. So what do you avail yourself of post-graduated from the K-12 insalubrious 13-year compulsory indoctrination camp? You receive absolutely nothing. You reap absolutely nothing for your 37,440 hours of hard work and efforts that you earmarked into completing classroom assignments, homework assignments, and traveling to and from the K-12 insalubrious compulsory 13-year indoctrination camp. If we lived in a free market economy, people would have purview over their time. They would be pioneers of their own destiny. In life, you'd never want to stagnate. you never want to regress. You always want to move your life in a forward movement trajectory. However, this early life slavery time period, the 13-year early life slavery time window is just devastating, it's calamitous. And it sets you up for a future fraught with extreme poverty, indigence, as well as destitution, because you're foregoing the opportunity to cultivate lucrative brands and create ample lucrative income-generating assets at a young age. And because of that, when you graduate from the 13-year insalubrious K-12 compulsory indoctrination camp. You have nothing to show for it. Your diploma is worthless. It's devoid of intrinsic value as well as extrinsic value. It has no resale value, to say the least. And for earning your diploma as a result of graduating from the 13-year insalubrious K-12 compulsory indoctrination camp, you do not receive any remuneration you do not receive any compensation in any form. You receive no benefits, no pension, no grant, nor stipend, nor universal basic income. So what do you receive, however? Well, you receive chronic burnout. Or I should say you succumb to chronic burnout. You succumb to stunted growth physically, mentally, and spiritually because you're foregoing the opportunity to sleep for an additional 37,440 hours. You're forgoing the opportunity to exercise for an additional 
tens of thousands of hours, you're forgoing the opportunity to eat nutrient-dense, alkaline, antioxidant-rich, anti-cancer, health-promoting, raw fruitarian foods for tens of thousands of hours. Moreover, by attending the K-12 insalubrious 13-year compulsory indoctrination camps, you're also succumbing to agony, depression, distress, telomere shortening, and accelerated cellular aging, to say the least. And it sets you up for a future that's fraught with extreme poverty. And when you graduate, you do not have any lucrative brands. You do not have any income generating assets. Remember, you won't have any stocks. You won't have any index funds. You won't have any mutual funds. You won't have any bonds. You won't have any annuities. You won't have any properties. You're not able to reap anything from the fruits of your labor. It's all unavailing, futile, and nugatory, to say the least. On the other hand, if you had perfect over your time, if you were not a 13-year early life slave, if you're able to um, work in that time period, you could create income generating assets such as videos, podcasts, blogs, articles, online courses, ebooks, audiobooks, mobile applications, mobile games, and songs. And while you're not guaranteed to receive any money on the front end nor the back end post creating income generating assets, you have the latent potential to um, compound your wealth and to earn revenue in the pending future, potentially in perpetuity from having created income generating assets, which are your intellectual properties. But even so, if you were reticent about doing that for whatever reason, if you desisted and abstained from creating income generating assets, if you had purview over how the 37,440 hours were earmarked, if you were not an early life slave, if you were able to work a traditional job amid the 13-year time window, assuming you received an average hourly rate of 12 an hour over the course of 13 years by working 37,440 hours at a traditional dead-end, dispiriting, harrowing, agonizing, wretched, abysmal, debilitating job, you would gross $449,280 if you were to invest some money. And if it grew at an average compound annual gross rate of at least 10% per year over the course of five decades or half a century or 50 years, by the time you reached 68 years old, you would have over $52 million as a result of your wealth compounding. Of course, this assumes that your investment, the principal, grew at a minimum of an average compound annual gross rate of 10% per year. How do you attain that outcome? How do you attain that average compound annual growth rate? Well, you invest in stocks with high dividend yields and hope that they will allow you to compound your wealth to the extent that you can reap an average compound annual growth rate of at least 10% per year over the course of half a century or 50 years. But of course, there's no guarantee that 
you will have that conservative annual compound annual growth rate of 10% per year on average over the course of half a century because the future is enigmatic and obscure beyond a veil of time. Nonetheless, it's just inhumane to um, bereft some, someone, to eviscerate someone, to dispossess them of their sacrosanct, indispensable, finite, non-replenishable time. So 13-year early life slavery is one of the worst types of modern-day slavery, even worse than traditional slavery, and I'll dabble into that in another videos as to why it's worse. But the short answer to keep this video succinct is that unlike traditional slavery, as a 13-year early life slave, you do not receive food nor even housing for your hard work and efforts. You receive absolutely nothing. Now, what is the second type of modern-day slavery beyond 13-year early life slavery? Which is by far the worst type of slavery. Let me segue into my second point. Or the second type of modern-day slavery. The second type of modern-day slavery is wage slavery. Is indignifying, is mortifying, is humiliating. You're selling your sacrosanct, precious, indispensable, finite time in this control market economy for a pittance uh, fiat currency that you're preordained to get eviscerated out of because there's over 13,000 evisceration fees. Now, employers, most companies view their employees as exploitable, expendable capital livestock to be harvested for, profiteer, for profiteering purposes. Metaphorically speaking, they want you to maximize your productivity and they want to pay you the minimum wage. The needs of the employee and employer are diametrically opposed. You want to reap the maximum amount of revenue for your labor, they want to pay you the minimum amount of revenue for your labor and you have no bargaining power because you live in a controlled market economy with no semblance of a safety net there's no universal basic guaranteed income there's nothing to fall back on so you have to concede you have to acquiesce to um, working a dead end dispiriting harrowing agonizing dreadful debilitating wretched job for a pittance of an infinitesimal wage which cannot even allow you to attain your basic needs that are relegated to Maslow's hierarchy of needs because the dead-end job will never pay anything close to even one-fourth of a substance wage. It will never pay you a livable wage. It will never allow you to afford housing. So your basic needs can't be met, even if you work a dead-end job full-time. That's why it's called a dead-end job. It's not a misnomer. It epitomizes what the job is. It embodies what the job is. And it's very arduous to pull yourself out of the muck and mire, because working a dead-end, dispiriting, harrowing, agonizing, debilitating, wretched job, 
just drains your sacrosanct time and energy. And you're really tethered to your employer until you can wean yourself off of your employer from your income-generating assets, being able to offset your recurring expenses and achieving that feat of having your income-generating assets as an aggregate offset your recurring expenses is arduous and cumbersome, especially in hyper-competitive markets that are overly saturated with market competitors. The algorithms are going to promote their brand content over yours, and they already have an established subscriber base. So it's arduous for your brand content to build traction, but um, wage slavery is just dreadful, and it's it almost creates an insurmountable predicament. It can be an inextricable calamity to attempt to escape wage slavery because it drains your time that you need to earmark into creating income generating assets and building lucrative brands to be able to escape wage slavery. And even then, there's no guarantee that you'll be able to do so. But it may culminate in you getting zero to four hours of sleep per night for years on end and strategically working hard just to have an iota of a chance of escaping wage slavery. But that's the topic for another video. The third type of slavery is perpetual slavery induced by evisceration fees. There's over 13,000 evisceration fees. They drain you of your wells. And when you're drained of your wells, you're bereft of your time, happiness, dignity. And for paying into these 13,000 evisceration fees, you did not reap anything in return. There's no universal basic income. But really what you're doing is you're subsidizing the amenities pensions, benefits, and lofty salaries of glorified welfare aristocrats and their positions would never exist in a free market economy in which people have purview over how their hard-earned money was earmarked. But people should never be bereft of their time. They should be able to reap the fruits of their labor. But in this controlled market economy, modern-day slavery still exists. And people are not only bereft of um, 13 years of their sacrosanct time as an early-life slave, but also inevitably fall into wage slavery as well as succumb to perpetual slavery. Especially one over 13,000 evisceration fees are imposed. So, I hope that you found this video to be intriguing and insightful. Have a blissful day. Goodbye.